Before we get started, Dead and Married would like to thank those very close to our Dead Black Hearts, our patrons. Thank you to William Rush, Karima Rhodes, my best friend and fellow Tom Atkins lover, Gary Horton, Carissa. Jonathan says thank you. Dr. Sexy himself, Kent Morton. Oh yeah. Kate Lamp, Travis's cowgirl, Lala Thomas. Hey girl. And last but certainly not least, our friends over at the Podmortem Podcast. You can also check out their very own show every Monday on all major platforms. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Pillow Talk. First one of 2023! Woo! I'm Travis. I'm Ashley. And I'm your favorite guest star, Aiden Lewis. Yeah, he had to be here. Is it weird that we have him on a show called Pillow Talk? A little bit. Thanks for that, Kent. We appreciate it. Hey, hey, don't blame him. At least not <laughs> So what's hard. on the menu for today? We have a lot of questions this month. Yay, questions. <laughs> yeah. Did Karima send questions? Because she always makes it weird. <laughs> yes, Karima did send questions, but so did many, many others. So we are excited. Hey. I, don't, I don't know what to go, go from here. I don't know. Like, I always feel weird about just jumping into questions. Like, all right, now that the pleasantries are over, questions. Yeah. Have we watched anything good since the last time we did this? No. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think we have. I mean, you know me. I basically live on YouTube. Like, I've been... This is true. I've been watching a lot of music documentaries lately. Not... Oh, and we watched Best Ever Food Review Show. Oh, yeah. That's a good he one. He went to the State Fair. Yeah. Found all kinds fun. of heart attack-inducing foods. Yeah. You started <laughs> The Last of Us, though, didn't you? I... It was on. <laughs> What did you think of that so far? It's it was on. I'm not I'm not a huge fan, I don't think. Really? I like Pedro Pascal, but I'm not a huge I don't know, maybe it's one of those you gotta get further in before it gets really good. I don't know, it just didn't it didn't do it for me. I haven't tried to watch it. It was the same thing with I don't know, like The Office, I think. Somebody was telling me like, Oh, you gotta watch The Office, it's really, really good. I thought that was Parks and Rec. Maybe it was Parks and Rec. And I like watched the first season, first part of the first season, and they were like, Oh no, no, you gotta go way further than that. Like, I'm sorry, if you gotta watch more than that for it to be good, Mm -hmm. maybe it's just not that good. What about you, Aiden? Did you watch anything good this? Lately, there goes my phone. Tell me about the weather. That's fun. I've seen plenty of good things lately. Um, I say and then immediately blank on the good things I've seen. <laughs> I watch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, just like in quantum physics, everything is definite until it's observed. And then it's gone. <laughs> um, but... Demon Slayer's been good. Um, I've been, I don't know, what I'm watching a lot of YouTube. I've been really excited to see the um, Dead Space remake. That's been pretty chill. Um, what? I, I really liked that game. It's a legend. <laughs> I guess other than that, I've been watching a uh, anime called Vinland Saga. It's pretty good. It's, yeah. So I had a thing that happened. Oh. What I was, did. What was your thing? Um, you got me to play Elden Ring. Oh, I God. Did. <laughs> so that went well. <laughs> It's going to continue to go well. If if you've ever watched Mark... Uh, Markiplier play Getting Over It. The Basically, just the outtakes where he's having rage moments and smashing his mouse and throwing his chairs and screaming fuck a lot. <laughs> it's pretty much how that went. That's what goes on inside Dad's head every time he dies. Yeah. I, it's just not... <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> What else have we had going on this month? I've just worked and the weather's been shit. Yeah, I I feel like that's pretty much been my life. Just work, 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 work. Now, there have been exciting things happen to me at work, but none that I am allowed to talk about per HIPAA violations. Yeah, let's not do that. (laughs) But yeah, there's definitely not very many dull moments in a hospital, I'm afraid. (laughs) But... Okay, I guess uh, we, oh, uh, should we shout out London right quick? Let's do it. Yeah, so our little beast, she, uh, she, she didn't place, but that little sucker who I'm, I'm going to tell everybody is probably five foot five, so taller than me, and I think she's 150 pounds, and she deadlifted 245 pounds at her last meet. Which I thought was just insane. So everybody give London a golf clap. Yay. Yep. <laughs> okay, I got nothing else. 
Oh, never mind. I do have one more thing. So everybody give Aiden a round of applause too, because he started clinicals at the hospital this month. Yay. Yay. He also managed to go up to the lab, make inappropriate comments to everyone there. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. just as inappropriate in person as he is on here. <laughs> Like, if you think he just says penis for the show, no. I'm genuine. No, he says penis everywhere he goes. That's because it's, like, my favorite word. Now, uh, Aiden just has the hots for one of my coworkers, and he was not shy about telling her at all. <laughs> Ma'am, that is called confidence. Congratulations. You oh, you weren't confident <laughs> with her. Not, it was not at all. <laughs> you embarrassed the hell out of that lady. And oh, myself. no, no, no. She didn't. She was a good sport about it. Laughed her whole ass off, as did the rest of the lab. But <laughs> Aiden was, I was like, wow, the confidence pouring out of this kid is just hilarious. Yeah, and then I ran out, at, like, ran out of confidence as I left the door, so. <laughs> yeah, you walk in to this woman who's, what, in her 30s? Probably, yeah. And you're like, I'm Early legal 30s. next year. <laughs> Pretty much. Next year. Next year, I'm legal. <laughs> Anyway, so I guess now we can get into questions. Yeah, let's let's move on. So, um, get this to a weird place. <laughs> it's because mom just had. But yeah, I was just in all seriousness. I, I'm very proud of you for everything you've accomplished so Thank far. You. You're going to be a great nurse. I'm going to hang myself. <laughs> anyway, first question comes to us from our good friend Kent. And he says, being that it's the end of the year, so yeah, we're we're almost into February, but yeah, we, we everybody knows what I mean. Being that it's the end of the year, every reviewer and their mother has to have a top five list of their favorites of 2020, 2022. Can't talk. Use your words. Thankfully, I only care about the reviews of like six people. That would be us and Podmortem. And two of them happen to be you. Also, Aiden, if he's not in this episode, okay. I'm still requesting his top five, which is why we included Aiden in, in the episode. So there you go, Kent. So who wants to start? Um, Aiden, Aiden, go first. Okay. Okay, never mind. I'm the only, I'm the only one that did the reading, so I guess I'll go first. <laughs> I did the reading. I Top did. five from 2022. Oh, man, I wish I could do the, the voice that that guy does on, was it Netflix? I, Number one. Oh. That guy? <laughs> like the deadliest reptiles yeah. or whatever? <laughs> Top five. Yeah. Top five from 2022. Jeez. All right, so the first one, I've got RRR. Same. I've got Nope. These are in no particular order, by the way. <laughs> the Northman, because abs... Yes. <laughs> Traps. Terrifier 2. Clerks 3. Now, honorable mentions. Bullet Train, Hellraiser, Prey, which I think you forgot about. I did not. Black Adam, because The Rock. Oh my god, gross. Halloween Ends, and Barbarian. <laughs> Which, by the way, Barbarian showed up on no list that I looked at. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, I couldn't remember what fucking movies came out last year. <laughs> Even though that was not that long ago. <laughs> it was literally a month ago. <laughs> All right. Uh, for mine, I chose, also in no particular order, Hellraiser. Movie was Bomb AF. Halloween Ends. Nope. Terrifier 2. And The Northman also. So, unlike these two schmucks, mine are in order, starting at number one, RRR, because that mo it just, it was amazing. It, it covered all the bases. Um, second, the unbearable weight of massive talent, because Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal in the same movie? <laughs> Third, Bullet Train. I don't need to say anything other than that. Fourth, Nope. And fifth, the new Hellraiser. Cool. Um, Prey, unfortunately, got pushed off the list when I remembered that Nope existed. That's the reason I did honorable mentions. Yeah. And included Black Adam. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, before I move on to the next person, Ken did have a second question. Uh-oh. I that... feel like I'm being ambushed here. No. Yes. And that was best fight scene in a movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I got this. I don't want to go first though. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I'll cover your first base for you. I said the hammer fight from Old Boy, which was pretty much your answer. That was too. my, you know, yeah. I I gave that answer first. <laughs> yes. Like when we're sitting around trying to figure this out, you totally stole that from me. I didn't steal it from you. You mentioned it, and I was like, oh crap, yeah, that one's great. I mentioned the raid, and that was your no, second choice. No, I said bathroom fight, and you were like, bathroom fight? What's that? <laughs> no, like, I from said, the raid, and you were like, oh the yeah. Raid, I said the raid first, though. I did not hear. I just that. didn't specify bathroom. <laughs> you fight. stole my answer. I stole one of them. You stole my answer. No, yes. Ashley. I chose the alley brawl from They Live. 
one of the greatest fights ever committed to film history. But I did have an honorable mention, which is the fight between Rocky and Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. Because how many 20-something rounds did he go with him and then just got beat to pulp? You've seen Old Boy, right? It's pretty fucking good. You've yes, seen the, the old, Hammer fight. Yes, the Hammer fight is pretty good, too. I will admit it. But if I'm talking in terms of just like, God damn, that was a really good fucking fight. Those are my answers. Okay. I, I love that movie, but also that's incredibly unrealistic because Ivan Drago gave Sylvester Stallone a real punch once and bounced his heart off of his chest. Yes, that's true. Put him in the hospital. Yes, yeah. we all know the story. <laughs> Thank you, Ken, for those questions. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Lala. Woohoo! She says, Ash, what are you and T's favorite moments of 2022? That's the first question. Oh, and I, I did have to come back and ask her, like, do you mean film or do you mean personally? And so she says, let's do both. So who wants to start this time? You. You need Me? to go first. Need- <laughs> you God. haven't started yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, so personally, I'm going to say... Uh, just getting through, going to school, getting through school, um, the fact that I took on two classes, even though I have not used my second one at all, <laughs> I'm just a phlebotomist and not an EKG tech, but even so, the fact that with three kids, I managed to take on two classes, homework, quizzes, tests, um, clinicals, everything. I, I mean, I'm, I know I've gone on about it a little bit, but it's just, it still kind of blows my mind that I did that, you know, I guess. So you did good kid. You did good. (laughs) That'd be mine. Uh, film wise, which Travis and Aiden both cringed at me, mostly Aiden cringed at me, but (laughs) rightfully so film wise, I'll start with the, the lesser of two evils. Uh, if you've watched Terrifier 2, the scene in the costume shop where Art the Clown is trying on various pairs of sunglasses, the Daisy sunglasses in particular is just my favorite thing I would have said the bedroom kill but then I would be afraid of how that would make me sound so <laughs> um, the sec- but you just admitted that was your first choice <laughs> no so. it was not our first choice I was just saying and then the one that Aiden just almost open palm slapped me for was I said if if I'm being really honest one of my most favorite scenes that I just went back and and had the same feeling every single time I watched it was a scene in Halloween Ends where this really fucking amazing song plays and it's the, it's the motorcycle scene with oh Corey God. and Allison keep in mind I'm so my sick mom, of hearing when about my that mom guy says like well keep in mind my mom says like open palm imagine like Will Smith levels of open palm. <laughs> I can't help it. I love that scene of that movie so fucking much. And I watched it so many times. So did London. Yeah. So anyway. I've heard a lot about Corey. <laughs> a lot. Not just for me, though. From London, From too. every female in this house. <laughs> the best Corey is Corey Taylor. Second best <laughs> is Corey Feldman. And Corey Feldman's the worst. He ruins everything. <laughs> but he's still better than yours. Still better than yours. He had to poke me in the chest. I'm his mom. Still better than yours. <laughs> All right. Next person. Okay. Favorite moments 2022. Personal. I picked three. I have a hard time narrowing it down to one. So I started a new career, which was kind of cool. And I actually enjoyed it because I hated the thing I did last. Um, London powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Because she seems to really enjoy it. And she has stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Most of the things that she's got, she's all about it for about a day and a half. That's true. And then the, it, she walks in and she's like, I quit. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we spent all the money on all that gear. That's right. fantastic. <laughs> but powerlifting seems to be her thing, and she really enjoys it, and it makes her happy. So I like that. And you graduating. Oh. So those are my personal answers. Thank you. Movie answer is also from Terrifier 2. Also in the costume shop, but it's the horn honk. She's standing there at the <laughs> register. He's standing next to her with that big grin on his face, holding that horn like right up to her head. And when she, she goes, don't. And then he's like, honk honk. <laughs> Because everybody knows that person. Everybody. That's my brother. (laughs) Yes. My brother does that. That's true. You tell him don't, and he's got to do it one more time. (laughs) Then maybe don't tell him don't. Just give him a He's going to do it one more time no matter what you say. Right. All right, Aiden. Um, my favorite moment of the year, I guess, was seeing the changes with you guys. Seeing Isabel go into second grade, watching you, or well, mom uh, and dad both shift into new careers that they enjoy. It was, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have enjoy a personal... Enjoy is strong. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't even. I was there with your coworkers. You, yeah, don't. 
but yeah, I'm I'm glad that everyone's happy. So let's high five Aiden real quick because let's be honest, Aiden got his shit together this year. He really did. Because he went from not necessarily caring about the whole school thing to I am going to do this, and <laughs> has done clinicals and is pretty badass at this medical his, stuff. His grades are really fucking good. He's getting college, whatever you call them. He's I mean not acceptance letters. Got a recruitment letter from Johns getting, Hopkins. Yeah, Johns fucking Hopkins, which just fucking blew my mind. But he's getting him from all over the country, which they, is they called it a recruitment letter. I was invited by several schools and a couple Ivy League ones to give them my money. Fucking West Point. Yeah, to give them my money because I have a lot of that apparently. No, right. we we don't. That but... was the joke. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> We, we really are but proud no, of you. But you've been kicking ass today, Thank this you. year, or Thank last year, too. Yeah. Now, if uh, someone could flip open a medical dictionary and find me the medical term for, uh, what was the word I used? Chronic exhaustion. <laughs> yeah. We're still proud of you. My mom actually just bought him a bunch of nursing gear that came in today. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my favorite movie moment of the year actually just changed while we were sitting here. It's the final face-off against the alien in Nope. Because oh. that was masterful suspense building. It, w- it was fast. It just, from start to finish, was great. Okay, are we talking about the Akira slide on the motorcycle? Not, well, not like from when they set up the inflatable arm flailing tube man's to it dying <laughs> like that was just from start to finish amazing what was your other pick what'd you have originally you know this one the dance battle in rrr oh. <laughs> okay that's pretty good though it was that was a good <laughs> it was great all right all right next thank you lala <laughs> uh carissa asks what movies are y'all most excited for in 2023? And also, what horror trends do you think we will see most in the future? So, first question, what movies are we most excited for in 2023? Who wants to take this one first? We um, need to start alternating turns or d- something. D- d- well, because you always ask. Yeah, don't we all have the same answer? No. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, mine was the new movie where Nicolas Cage is going to be playing Dracula, Renfield. Right? Wasn't that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you is that your one that? answer? Yeah, that's that's my one okay. answer. <laughs> well, Ash. that, okay, hold on. That and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, my God. I think I, that's going to be a I've masterpiece. I've got one that kind of ties into that. But we'll let your mom go first, because I was able to narrow mine down to six, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have five. <laughs> I don't movie, so. So, uh, I'm excited for Maxine, which is the third part of the X trilogy, which I can't believe I'm actually saying that because I still at this moment have not seen Pearl. I feel really terrible about that. I've been mean to watch it, but time, effort, all that stuff, it requires too much. But um, yeah, Maxine, uh, Infinity Pool, because I, if anybody, you know, if you keep up with the show, you know that I'm a huge, huge Cronenberg fan. But that also includes Brandon Cronenberg, who everything I've seen so far has been really fucking good. And he released, the apple did not far, fall far from the tree. So I am, yeah, I'm extremely excited for Infinity Pool, plus um, Skarsgård, so I'm good. Um, And then also Renfield, because I I've been I've I said this in our review for Conair. I'm really glad to see Cage back on the upswing in his career yeah. and I think this is a part that he can really ham it up with and just You think he can really sink his teeth into it? Haha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you see uh, what I did there. Go full Cage and I'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Um next is Evil Dead Rise. I'm sorry, I only had four, but Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, extremely excited for that. So, But yeah, I think Nicolas Cage's uh, performance in Renfield is just going to be immortal. <laughs> you, had yeah, to, you had to do one too. You I go. had to fight back with the pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honey. Okay. Are you ready? First yep. one, knock the cabin door because Drax is in Oh, it. I forgot about that Ooh. movie. 65. 65? Yeah, it's got Adam Driver in it. He like lands on an alien planet uh, inhabited by that. dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't know about that, did I you? I didn't. Ha ha. <laughs> John Wick Chapter 4. Aiden and I did a whole, we did the whole trilogy. We watched the whole trilogy in the span of like two days. It was pretty awesome. I guess that would that would land on my list too, because that one's that one's going to be fun to watch. It is. I want to see D&D. Uh, what is it called? Among Thieves or whatever. Even though it's got Chris Pine in it. Ew. And I'm pretty sure I've gone on record saying, I don't care for Chris Pine. I don't either. I'm going. 
Lynch. Nothing personal. I just don't like him in movies. I thought he was shit Captain Kirk. I just don't wow. care for Chris Pine. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I will not enjoy watching it because Wizards of the Coast are a bunch of ugh. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84, terrible movie. Do you know why? <laughs> Chris Pine. <laughs> This, this. Listen, that sounds really <laughs> shitty. He was in another movie like a long time ago with uh, the guy that plays Bronson. Bane. What's that guy's name? Tom Hardy? Yeah, and they were like assassins fighting each other. That one was kind of cool, and he was in it. But I was wondering what would break first. <laughs> it was Chris Pine. <laughs> Is he gonna be the is he gonna be the new Corey Feldman? Chris Pine ruins everything. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be good. I'm I'm kind of excited because the last Dungeons and Dragons movie we got was oh, straight trash. It's God. it was it's, pra- it's it was hot garbage. It's practically a horror. And it movie. had the kid the kid who played Jimmy Olsen from the Lois and Clark TV show in it. I was thinking the Andy Barkley from Child's Play Three. Yeah, it was such a it was so bad. It was so bad. Um. <laughs> Cocaine Bear. Yeah. I'm really excited Co- to yeah. see Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear is going to be fun. That just looks fun. I yeah. think it's going to be a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's Oscar material, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. And then last, yes, Renfield, because I want to see Full Cage. Yeah. Full Not cage. naked, just full... <laughs> Oh, Aiden might like that. Not, not, not like, the not the bees. The bees. I want to see that one. Nippleless yeah. cage. Not not like full frontal cage. Just like cage in his element. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, the second part of that question was, what horror trends do you think we will see most in the future? I'm I'm gonna say, uh, probably. I think we're gonna continue to get more indie horror. I have got to stop thinking out loud. Because because you two just wrong. steal the shit out of my answers no, and you do it shamelessly. That was, that was my answer too, though. Because honestly, think of something like Terrifier Two, right? It was just a little horror film, but look what it did. It was just a little awesome. It was supposed to have been in theaters for what was it, one weekend or one week, something like that, and then the numbers made it go for longer. By the time we went to go see it, it was already in its second week. It, it had the exact opposite of the Morbius, effect. and I'm pretty sure they had to expand the release because originally it was only like a handful of theaters yeah anywhere yeah they kept expanding and kept expanding and kept expanding and it ended up being one of the most successful horror releases of the summer which was just ridiculous and i think that because of art the clown yeah Yeah. and i think damien leone deserves everything that he's getting for (laughs) creating this iconic character so that's what i think i think we'll keep on having small small studios continuing to turn stuff out all right aiden um so i agree with mom on that but one of your points i actually want to disagree with and you haven't said it yet so you should go first so that i can fight you on it okay all right so i have two trends that i think we'll see one of them you stole more (laughs) indie horror because it seems to be the way it's going uh you had terrifier you got x you've got uh barbarian those that were a little made by some i guess smaller studios or whatever and made by some of these new directors that are badass um i think we're gonna continue to see more superhero movies here's the problem they're gonna be superhero movies about superheroes nobody gives a shit about because Iron Man Iron Man retired Thor is gonna retire Captain Mm -hmm. America already retired Mm -hmm. so like all the big ones that anybody wanted to see They're going to be stuck doing the B-list. That's basically what it is. Except I think they're going to redo the X-Men at some point. You know what? They have fucked that up every time. (laughs) They have not gotten it right yet. They got Wolverine right. That was it. That's the only thing they got right. Logan wasn't No, no, I'm not saying Wolverine the movie. It was not great. But... Like the character? The character, Hugh Jackman was badass as that. Everything else was wrong. Okay. You know why? Because Sony is ass at making superhero movies. Sony is ass at making superhero movies. Hold on. Okay, but you're talking Marvel? Yeah. That's not Sony. No, no, no. But they did the original X-Men movies, didn't they? Oh, no, Fox did. Fox did? Well, they're ass at making superhero movies, too. (laughs) So Fox screwed up the the X-Men movies, and then Sony screwed up the Spider-Man movies. No, they didn't. Spider-Man movies are- No, they're terrible. No, they're not. (laughs) They're pretty awful. Black Suit, Spider-Man, Topher Grace. Okay, one movie was bad, but the first two were bad. Part two is widely considered to be one of the best ones. (sighs) I That's like the new, I like new you like Spider-Man the rock. Man. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Hold on, did we just find the the movie equivalent of okay, shut up, elite preferred species. You just like <laughs> verbally slapped me right in the face. I know neither of you I know neither of you You're are sleeping going, on the couch now. <laughs> I know neither of you are going 
to get that. Um, so I guess I will explain. All right, fine. Fight um, me. No, no, fight no. me. Okay, I will fight you in a second. I think I'd pretty much drop the mic, though. I say that's the movie equivalent of, okay, elite preferred species, shut up. Because in the old Halo games, you could choose to play as one of the aliens, and if you did, you just got shut down for it. Like, you got bullied for being one of the aliens. Like, it was bad. What does that have to do with the, pr- the yeah, overpriced no, price of eggs? Because the way you went, you like the rock. I don't even like, need to shut him down. Um, but so to fight you on that, I think we're going to see a sharp decline in superhero. Because at least, at the very least, Marvel superhero. I think they'll continue to churn them out and no one will watch them. Well, that, that that's, oh, thank you for proving my point. They're just going to be making B-list superhero movies. Yeah, well, no, I'm not I'm not saying they will, that they're not going, I'm not saying they're going to stop making them. I'm saying that whatever they put out now is going to be... It's just not going to be as good. It's going to be hilariously unpopular because they've only screwed up movies past Endgame. No, no, I don't no. think so. No, what I'm saying is, is that we're going to see more superhero movies. I don't think that they're going to necessarily be great. Like, there's already an Ant-Man and Wasp in there. And don't get me wrong, I love Paul Rudd. I don't care for the Ant-Man movies. That's fair. I just don't. He works better as Ant-Man in an ensemble with... With the rest of the Avengers. That's my opinion. Um, we got, uh, was it Wakanda Forever? Mm-hmm. Which, unfortunately, we won't ever see Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman play yeah. the Black Panther again, which sucks because um, I think he was fantastic. I could have done more of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, when they replace a superhero, when they have to recast, it doesn't end well. But yeah, that's kind of my thing is I feel like they're going to, there's just, it's just going to be bad from here on out. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying it was going to be yeah. good. I'm saying, like, I feel like they're going to get less popular because of the lack but of quality. This is DC's window. Fair. This will be DC's window if, to step up their game. Yeah, if they're ever going to have a chance to act, they've take got over an, the market, they've got an bit. option to redo Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and make it good. God. I actually, I would pay to see that. Like, oh my god green lantern ryan reynolds would be funny it is it is funny it's a shitty movie but it's funny oh my lord all right let's move on all right thank you carissa for those questions um next moving on uh to karima she asks first question what is your earliest memory why does she ask questions like that <laughs> why is that hard i don't know she's always asked like really hard personal questions how is that this is like the least hard and least personal question, but still, she always like comes up with some good ones <laughs> that are hard. <laughs> All right. Am I going first? I guess you're going first. Okay, earliest memory. Um, honey buns and chocolate milk with my dad. Like anytime we went somewhere, if it was just me and him, we'd stop at a gas station somewhere. That's what we got. Like that was just his thing. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. Well, oh, that's my earliest memory, but that's one of the few fond memories I have from being a kid. Yeah. No, no, no weird, like those weird jumbled memories of I have a flash of this happening or whatever. No. No? Okay. No. What? What? I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Well, because some of my like really early memories, because I, I actually have quite a bit of them, um, but they, they come in like flashes, like fragments, where it's not like I can tell you the specific scenario of what was going on, who was there, but it will be like an image or a smell know, or like, something. Like I can vaguely remember fighting my way down the birth canal and being like, let me the fuck oh out of here. Oh my God. But... <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't get those. So I was asked this question, and the first thing that popped into my head, clear as day, was the Backyardian, Backyardigans theme song. <laughs> I'm um, so glad that's your memory. Yeah. I can't. I just can't believe you remember that, because you were, like, literally a baby. Yeah, but I'm sitting, like, as soon as she said, I'm sitting, you're Okay, you don't have to sing. I have to. <laughs> the Backyardigans. Here's the thing. That was like, the soundtrack of his life for a while. <laughs> it was. So I can tell that memory in full so travis and i went on a day trip to take him to a petting zoo and a national park so it was kind of a day to start out with and i hope aiden doesn't mind me telling the story but uh we were going down the road (laughs) (laughs) at some point at some point aiden does the does the thing that most babies do where they look at you like they're staring deep into your soul and you're just mind melding (laughs) for a minute in actuality, they're not melting with your soul. They're taking a huge shit. And so Aiden did. It goes up his back, out of his pants, <laughs> destroying the entire car seat cover. So we pull over on the side of the road and Travis has to, I'm cleaning up, I'm cleaning Aiden up. And uh, also I should, I should say that he was probably a year old, maybe just under when this happened. I thought happened. you were talking about the incident that happened last year. No. <laughs> No, he didn't do that last year. <laughs> anyway, That's a joke. 
Um, I got really close to shitting myself. I didn't. <laughs> I got real close a couple times. Anyway, so I'm cleaning Aiden off in the car, and Travis is pitching the, the car seat cover, not the car seat, because we obviously still had to have it, and having to drive to a nearby Walmart to replace his car seat. But while we were in this Walmart, we decided we were, I don't know, just going to shop for more things, and we picked Aiden up the CD or soundtrack from the Nickelodeon or Nick Jr. Backyardigan show, and so for the rest of the trip, we would put that on if he started to get upset and cry. And the thing was, every time we got to the end of the CD, it was like, okay, maybe we're going to put our music back on now. Aiden would just start squalling his head off, just screaming. So Travis would start the CD over again and immediately he'd stop crying. Soon as it was over, he'd start crying again. And this went on the entire rest of the day. Yeah. So we were questing, questing, questing. <laughs> Never resting. I remember so many of those songs. Here's the thing that Ashley's leaving out. We were two grown ass people singing along. Yes, we were. We were singing along. Oh, that was a good day, though. It was. So, my earliest memory would probably be oh my gosh. A traumatizing one because I can remember my mom and my aunt taking us to the movies. And as soon as I knew what we were going to see, which was, and I couldn't tell you specifically if it was part two or part three of Nightmare on Elm Street. And as soon as I went in the hall, saw the movie poster, I started screaming my head off until we had to leave the movie theater. <laughs> I know. Me. Coming from me. This is weird. That's funny. I'm thinking that two grown-ass people should have known better than to take a small child to see those. But they also had a Freddy poster up in their house, which I was also afraid of and could not bear to walk to that end of the house. So Nice. I mean, who'd have thought with me? So... <laughs> Anyway, okay. uh, let's see. Her next question is, speaking of which, what is the most ridiculous nightmare you've ever had? Are you laughing at me? <laughs> yes, because I, I regret, already know. I regret having ever told you about that. <laughs> the problem with it is that I woke up laughing <laughs> because it was so insane. So I, I want to preface this with, um, I don't necessarily have ridiculous nightmares. I have one recurring nightmare, which usually involves a tornado and Travis leaving me for someone else. But I've had plenty of ridiculous dreams. So I think that's going to be all of our common denominators. Not necessarily a nightmare, just ridiculous dream. So Travis. Am I going first? Yes. Y'all want to have to follow this? All right. Good I luck. Have two of them. So good luck. So I had this. It was a nightmare one time. It was really scary, right? Where you're like running through an abandoned house or warehouse or whatever, but it seems to be infinity floors where you can just keep going up. But the further you go up, the worse the floors get, and you can like see down into the hell or whatever. So you're like tiptoeing across like these beams and shit, and you finally make it. I made my way onto the roof because uh -huh. these guys were chasing me. And I want to say that at the time I was a baker manager, and so I was like the Dunkin' Donuts guy. Like I met myself at the door. Got to make the donuts, right? Because I worked <laughs> stupid hours. Yeah. I, I worked I worked some ridiculous hours. Um yeah, and in this nightmare, like I'm terrified and I gotta defend myself and he pops the roof hatch and he pokes his head up and I straight clubbed him with a loaf of French bread. <laughs> and it broke and I looked at it and I was like, Well fuck <laughs> And I started laughing so hard in my sleep I woke myself up. <laughs> my my final option. A little French bread crack. Gonna, oh no! Yeah. Yep. There you go. So now I've 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 spoken my shame to everyone. Shine on your shame. It's okay. Mine's kind of wor mine's kind of worse because I finally remembered one while we were sitting here. Do you want to go next? Um, I had a dream laying in a bed of rice. Right, real nice. No, no hold on, hold on. Nice. You had the noodle dream. Nice, soft, warm. Woke up. I had pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that is what London refers to as the noodle dream. If you if you ever dream that you're peeing and then you wake up peeing, that's what's referred to as a noodle dream. Wow. I'm so glad that you guys know these details about our family now. <laughs> I'll probably get, I'm gonna get made fun of so hard for that. <laughs> 
I would strongly advise that you not recommend anyone you go to school with ever listen to this yeah, show. I know. Uh, it's okay. At least you're going to be getting sent, like, pictures of bread for the next, like, year. Yeah. It'll have, like, a sword handle on it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kent, if you would do that for me, I would consider it a favor. <laughs> anyway... So I have two, and the reason I decided to tell both of them is because they both have something in common. They both involve horror hosts. So the first one is that I had a dream that Dr. Wolfila was hosting a movie night for the patrons at his house for some reason. He was inviting everyone who was a patron to come over and watch a film at his house cool great i get to finally meet the guy this is my hero like you know i've been watching him for 10 years it's a huge fucking deal so i go to his house which is actually an apartment in a very sketchy part of town okay first red flag but i go up only to answer the door and find out that he is like 12 13 years old something like that which couldn't be further from the truth but okay second red flag but i go in anyway the apartment is in shambles like it's not clean it's kind of dilapidated looking and i'm going through this house like okay or apartment just kind of going okay really nervous thinking i want to leave and then i feel something at my feet and i look down and there's this horde of hamsters like a blanket of hamsters running across the floor and i'm like okay i've got to go <laughs> the final straw it was the hamster blanket that did it <laughs> the final straw is the hamster rug so and i remember waking up being like what the actual fuck and thinking well the moral of this nightmare is never meet your heroes <laughs> The second dream was, and I don't know that this is a nightmare necessarily, um, I was Joe Bob Briggs's beer wench. You won't even be my beer wench. <laughs> he was having a drive-in night at his house. He had an actual drive-in screen, projection screen. And he did live in a trailer house, which I'm sure he really doesn't. But we were at his trailer house and he was sitting outside in his lawn chair with a, with a bunch of people. And every time he would ask me for a beer, I would say, okay. And I'd go into his trailer and get him a beer and then <laughs> go back you and take it to him. So do you remember is... what movie was playing? He, no, he I might. Don't. He could live in one because <laughs> he strikes me as the kind of guy who gives no fucks. Probably not. but I, I mean, just... I doubt he does, but... If he did, and he was like, yeah, what about it? Yeah. Okay. So I I'm waiting for a dream about Elvira next, I guess. I want that one. <laughs> can I have You it? need to give me that dream. <laughs> can, can I have I'll do the dishes. You, you, you want a dream of me and Elvira, Aiden? No, me and Elvira. Excuse you. <laughs> I'll take the dream of you and Elvira. Uh, let's just put it this way. I stand a better chance than you do. <laughs> I know, but man can dream. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> All so right. Th that's that. <laughs> you ever have a dream and you wake up and you're like, I swear I'm not on drugs. Yes. Um, a floor <laughs> of hamsters. Did I do drugs? Did I do drugs and I didn't know it? Uh, let's see. Okay. Our next question comes from Renee. Hi, Renee. Hey. And she says, what's the fictional character, any genre, that reminds you most of yourself and which one most reminds you of your partner? You did not answer that, read that part of the question to me when I was making my notes. Yes, I did. Did you? Yes, I Remember? did. Because your immediate thing was elastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not a I'm ready. girl. It's, okay. Yes. Go, honey. Okay. Helen Barr. Incredible. Fictional. Shut up. <laughs> just stop. Well, say no, I was wrong. I'm no, not wrong. Just give it. No, no. Just keep continuing <laughs> giving my answers. You want me to hand you my list? I made notes. <laughs> Fictional character. I misspelled that. How did I? Anyway, Ron Swanson for me. I don't really like Parks and Rec, but I like Ron Swanson. Yeah. And I have had more than one person say, you're that guy. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's probably it for me. And then you, I don't know, like the first person, the first fictional character that came to mind was the mom from The Incredibles. Because she's Aww. like, she's super and she like handles the house and she puts up with Jack-Jack. And okay. I, our, we have a Jack-Jack. It's just that our Jack-Jack is London instead of the baby. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're super. Aww. Mom is super. Aww. Damn it. 
do I need to go next? I feel like Aiden always goes next. Yeah, you go next. Um, character that reminds me of myself. Uh, I'm gonna say Butters Leopold Scotch reminds me of myself. Um. Butters has a really good heart, and he tends to want to make the people around him happy to his detriment most times. Um, he's easily swayed into things by other people, even if he knows they're not necessarily safe or going to keep him from getting into trouble. And he always ends up getting the be the one to get in trouble anyway. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, it, and even, even when things are really, really at their low, he is always the eternal optimist. Unless he's Professor Chaos. Unless he's Professor Chaos, which is me once a month. So, <laughs> anyway, um, who reminds me of my partner. I'll get a little mushy here for a second. I'm actually going to go with Captain America for Travis. I don't know about all that. Because I feel like Travis is steadfast in his values, the things that he holds important. He always wants to do the right thing, even if that puts a wedge between him and important people. He always wants to do what's right. Um, and... He just, he holds these values that I feel like are important, even if they're to the point of him sounding like the get off my lawn guy. But at the end of the day, I trust him to protect me and to do what's right. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm also the one that says, you're the truth. I've been whacking in my tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's me too. <laughs> He didn't just, his eyes just glazed over. <laughs> did I just break Aiden? <laughs> you did. On the inside. Okay. All right. I guess mine's going to kind of start on a down note and end on an up note. So my fictional character for me that I chose, I actually kind of have two of them now, is Akira from Devilman Crybaby because I'm loving and caring to the point of foolishness. Whereas as long as I feel like I can take care of someone, I'll actively detriment myself. Um, but I said that my other one was Solaire from Dark Souls 1 because in the end, my only goal is to find purpose and meaning. Alright, and also my fictional character for my significant other is the Invisible Man. <laughs> there you go, ending on an up note. Uh, hey ladies, Aiden's single again if you didn't figure that out. <laughs> I mean, I am. So if you have a daughter in the 16-17 range. <laughs> I come with baggage. <laughs> like airport level baggage. Oh. This is the opposite of an advertisement. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And our next question comes from JP. Woohoo! He says, so if you had to show someone a movie from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, but you can only show them one from each decade, y'all have to decide as a group. We have to decide as a group. We did not decide as a group. I, I Why did, did you not read the wrong. whole question? I'm sorry. But he does say bonus if everyone has their own list okay. also. So we did make our own list. We all get the bonus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Me and Aiden get the bonus. You don't get the bonus. You don't, don't get, the, get bonus the bonus because you had the question in your hand and you didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> I did, that's very, very true. I'm sorry, JP. We fucked it up. That's all right. We still have answers. Yes, we do. We'll still have answers. And because of that, you have to go first. Oh, okay. So for the A. 80s, I chose They Live, and it's not because it's a fresh watch, so naturally I picked it for the best fight, too. But I was actually torn between that one and RoboCop because I was trying to think of a film. You know, American Psycho could probably be a good answer, too, for a film that would totally encompass the 80s, what it was about. But ultimately, I decided to go with They Live because I think it completely covers just the disfranchisement of everything that was happening in that decade. So, yeah, we'll go into, go into more on that in the next episode of Dead Mary. So um, for the 90s, I chose Scream. And I'm going to say that is because it took a genre, completely revitalized it, turning it on its head and set the precedent for what was to come after. Um, it's still going to this day. I don't know if it should be, but here we are. Um, and for the 2000s, I chose The Dark Knight. It's probably one of my favorite films of all time. I feel like it's 
an achievement in film, not just because even with it being a superhero film, it showed, for me, it made me remember why I love cinema so much in the first place. It's a movie that I, as soon as it's over and those credits roll, I'll go again, again. It it feels like such an important movie, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So my list starts with, for 80s, The NeverEnding Story, just because that was like a favorite when I was a kid. And I feel like if if it's the only one I get to show them, it's not a bad choice, right? Mm. Uh, it's because it's one of those that covers all the bases. Like it's I hold it near and dear to my heart. Nineties Fight Club because nothing <laughs> nothing says nothing says nineties quite like discontent with the government, I guess. <laughs> Um, but no, it's another one that I just love to pieces. Um, I think that honestly is where my love for Brad Pitt started. So, um, and speaking of for 2000s, I chose, pardon my French, Inglorious Bastards. Because it's an amazing Tarantino movie that's the same thing where it covers multiple genres where it's got action, it's got comedy, it's got suspense, like it's... It has all uh, those things, but we're not allowed to like Tarantino right now, so... What, what did he do? Yeah, yeah, Tarantino's I thought he did fine. stuff. No, he's okay. fine. Are he you just can... likes feet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. He just he likes wouldn't feet. like my feet. <laughs> wouldn't like mine either. <laughs> all right. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your, yeah, it's your, your turn. turn. We're waiting on you. Okay. Let's see. So for the 80s, I chose The Goonies because everyone needs the truffle shuffle in their life. (laughs) It's just a good movie, and it's funny, and they don't make movies like that anymore. For the 90s, I chose Scream because... The All 90s, the reasons I said? Because the 90s weren't that great and neither was Scream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is JP's question who happens to like the movie. So. I know. I, just, I don't know. I feel like Scream kind of sums up the 90s. Like it, they got the culture right, kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the dialogue because those kids were way too smart to be high school kids. But it's kind of like a Joss Whedon thing. Where like right. We're going to have mm-hmm. all the kids be super clever and I don't think... Well, it was Kevin Williamson who did Dawson's Creek where all those kids talked way older than yeah. And they I don't were know if that's to totally accurate, but I feel like Scream kind of, like, yeah, that was the 90s. Okay. Um, it's a good representation of that decade. And for the 2000s, I chose, oh boy. Oh boy? Oh boy. Oh boy. Is he saying old boy or old oh boy? Old boy. <laughs> Sounds like you keep saying, oh boy. Well, Me. it could be either way. I'm old boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I just feel like that's a movie that everybody should watch if you haven't seen it. And I'm talking about the original one in Korean. You have to watch it with subtitles. Nothing against the Josh Brolin version, but the original was better. You feel like everyone should watch it. Everyone should watch it. Including your mother. Absolutely. (laughs) That ending. She should watch it first. I don't know. I feel like it's good. It's got action. It's got uh, some drama in it. It's a mystery. Mm-hmm. And then it's got one of the most heartbreaking endings. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. And one of the distur- most disturbing torture scenes. It really does. Ever. It does. And it's got one of the funniest scenes <laughs> yeah. when he's got the Einstein hair. Oh. And he's staring at the camera and it's fantastic. And it's got everything. Yeah. Hey, all good choices, guys. So thank you, JP. That was fun. Um, our final question comes to us from our very own child because London asked us what is your favorite film that you guys reviewed in 2022 that's not the final question is it not no we had to pick a cliche character oh my god how did I miss that I don't know how did you miss JP reading his whole you don't read the whole thing oh gosh how did i miss like, you that? know that test where it tells you read all directions before you start and oh if you read them all you get the bottom put your name okay, on it turn it in stop this is why. you don't stop read them. stop okay somebody talk while i find this question <clears throat> i had nothing i would say how about them cowboys but <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're not oh we've been interrupted just in time for mom to keep searching oh Yes, I have it here. I suck at life. I am so, so sorry. (laughs) So my apologies to Lala because she had another question. And that was, if you were a part of a horror movie, which cliche character would you be and would you survive? Everybody's looking at me. Any takers? I'll take it. I think I'd be the bookworm. Mine is the most underwhelming. Sort of. I mean, I'm not really a bookworm, but like, yeah, kind of. And I think I would. I think I'd make it. Yeah. I think I'd be kind of like, um, kind of like that guy in Cabin in the Woods, except without all the weed. <laughs> 
but I, he wasn't the smart guy though. That was the uh, the other guy that was yeah, all. He did die though. Yeah, he did die. But I think I would be smart enough to go. No, nah, this shit's wrong, y'all. We got to go. <laughs> uh, so mine is the Joker. I'm the comic relief. Naturally, and I think I would survive, but I'm the comic relief. So like the horror movie universe is going to bend the laws of reality to make sure I die because I'm comic relief. Comic relief never survives. Yeah. So I think I would. So Randy, the character of Randy in Scream is not a typically a cliche character. Which was going to be my pick. I was like, oh, I'd be the Randy. I would be the one who knows everything about every horror movie and would therefore know how to survive. However, that is not a typical cliche character. So I would probably be the final girl because by extension, I would still know the rules and I would fight back and know how to fight back and would know which situations to go in and out of. Therefore, I think I would survive too. You think so, huh? I think so, yeah. Except minus the virgin part, because, yeah, let's be real here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So. London's question. Thank you, Lala, for that. Sorry I dropped the ball. But yes, London's question, what's our favorite film we reviewed in 2022? I have two. Okay. Because I can never just do one. Uh Uh-huh. It's like fucking Ruffles potato chips. Or is it Pringles? Lay's. It's Lay's. Whatever. You can't eat just one. (laughs) It's like donuts. You can't eat just one. So I had, it was a toss-up, and I couldn't decide. Um, Terrifier, really enjoyed that one, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. That one was just fun. Okay. So I think those those are probably my two favorites. Cool. I chose Pet Cemetery. Uh, we had my best friend Mary on as a guest, and I just remember having so much damn fun with her being in here and getting to show her podcasting and, you know, what all goes into it, and... Um, it was, I was doing my impressions that night, mostly of Judd Crandall. Uh, there was a little bit of, uh, Ellie in there, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. And I enjoyed going back and re-listening to it and laughing. Uh, my favorite review of last year was Die Hard. Um, just because I love that movie. It's another one that just like, it's a best Christmas movie in the world. Okay. All right. We want to thank everybody for sending us their questions. We have such an amazing time answering these questions are always so much fun we encourage anybody who wants to submit a question to contact us through our dms or text us your questions for next month it can be anything you want as personal as you want within reason and on any subject that you want we we have a blast doing this we love doing this so we just want to say thank you for your continued support especially to our patrons um we wouldn't be able to continue doing this without you guys so thank you all from the bottom of our hearts we love you to pieces so we will see you next month for another episode of pillow talk until then enjoy the main show and take care guys bye bye well that's just what we call pillow talk baby what would you do to save the life of a teenage boy if you subscribe to our patreon for just three to ten dollars a month You can get Aiden out of the industrial-sized hamster wheel we use to power our show. For that, you'll get access to bonus content and allow me to remove Aiden's handcuffs. He doesn't run worth shit with them on anyway. Also be sure to show your support on our social media pages. You can find us on Twitter as TravisL80 and SpookyMom83. Thank you for your consideration.